The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College lease or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer-branded clothing needs. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Christian Reyna, and the name of my podcast, Hustle, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But you have to listen to my show first. Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast, Hustle. I'm your host, Christian Reyna, and this is a place where you can listen and learn about a new mindset. This podcast is not just meant for athletes, it is meant to teach others how to endure their inner hustle and tap into their new mindset. By tapping into your new mindset, you will be able to achieve anything you put your mind to. Learning how to train your mind to handle anything thrown its way. Now buckle up, because it's time to hustle. Welcome back, my hustle listeners. I am with an un... This is... Let me, let me just say this now. I've had a lot of complications with uh, this mic set. And I kind of want to keep this episode a little unedited and a little raw just because I'm with one of my close friends, Marquis Lovett, and I kind of want to learn his story. So let me give him a little introduction. Big 21. Big man key. Handle that business. Handle it. I'm here with Marquis Lovett, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, man. It's an honor to be on the show. Just like usual, we're here to handle business. Here to handle business, indeed. No, Marquis, I don't want to take too much of your time. What I'd like to know is your hustle, your determination, your ambition, Mm -hmm. and why you do what you do. I would like to start with how your love for weightlifting began. With weightlifting, how it all began was I got into it right after high school. So I was 18, and I was like, man, I can either sit here and just go to class, handle what I need to handle, just chill out. But the gym really gave me, because, I mean, everybody goes through things in life, so it gave me a place where I can relax. It's like my own little therapy session, because it's just really just me and the weight. And I have a set number of sets I hit. If I don't hit it, short-term memory loss, like, like we'll get into later. But the thing is, with just getting into that, it just allowed me to calm down, in a sense, and to have a place where I can just sit there, relax, lift the way that I need to lift and just be able to be at one with myself in a sense. I got you. So your love for weightlifting became normal to you because it was an outlet for you. Of course. And that kind of ties into my next question. What does weightlifting do for you as a person? For me as a person, I mean, of course it has its benefits. You look better, you get stronger. But, like, the way for me, it's, like, it's all really about 
like mentally like it, it prepares me mentally for the outside world and what i mean by that is like how i stated er- earlier like the short-term memory loss like if, if i don't get a number of reps doing a set and i'm not happy with it sometimes you just have short-term memory loss because every day ain't gonna be a perfect day but with just like dealing with that you can compare it to real life like say if somebody doesn't like what you said to them well or somebody like somebody says something that you don't like you can either take it two ways. You can either give them criticism for what they said or just ignore it, brush off your shoulders, and keep on mute, moving and have short-term memory loss. Because in this world, everybody isn't going to like the person who you become or the, the route that you're going to take because it's not the route they think that you should take. So what, like, what the gym has taught me is just being mentally tough is everything in life. And that's facts. I mean, a lot of people have their own criticism and uh, own opinions on things that other people are doing and they need to worry about themselves exactly you know what i'm saying like you can't be so quick to jump on what someone else is doing when you haven't even looked at what you're doing exactly like why are you worried about me Mm -hmm. when you haven't even done anything remotely close to what i'm trying to achieve you know what i'm saying exactly like people just Sometimes they be going through things themselves and that allows them to lash out on others. But the thing is, man, you never really know what people are going through. So with with my opinion in the gym is just like you don't judge people off the first thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, say if they're doing something wrong, they just might be having a bad day that day. You know what I mean? Like you can walk up to them respectfully and address the thing that they're doing wrong. And then they'll be like, "Okay, thank you. And that's just that's just trying to help them in the best way possible because you don't know how they're going to react. Yeah, and even if they don't take it that way, then just take it with a grain of salt, you know? Of course. The maturity aspect comes yes. with it too. You know, if you're going to try to help somebody and they just try and blow you off and they just tell you to get out of here, then, you know, the best you can do is just say, yeah. okay, sorry, say, okay. thank you for your sorry time. I interrupt you know? and then just move on. Move on because sometimes they don't understand what you're trying to do for them. And I look at it look at it in a sense it's like not everybody wants to be helped oh yeah out of doubt not everybody but wants to be helped out of doubt the wisdom that you're able to share with people and the things that you experience in your life you're able to give back to some people who don't necessarily necessarily know what they're doing mm-hmm. and i feel like the gym is a great place for that because you're on this you're on the strength and conditioning team so i'm sure you see a lot of people in the gym who don't understand how a lift or the proper form for certain lifts yes. are and I'm sure you've had multiple times where people have seen you do your lifts and came up to you and asked you, and you've probably had to see how, what they were doing. Yeah, it's all based on perspective. Like, say if someone's been doing something incorrect for a while, they tend to lean towards, oh, like, this is the right way to do it. Well, if you want to save yourself for later on in life, you got to do it a certain way. So you won't hurt yourself. Yeah. Like with injuries, like like you gotta like whenever you're moving weight, just it doesn't even have to be heavy weight. But if it if you move it in the incorrect way, it can end up hurting you. So it's just taking out the time to learn the fundamental steps of how to lift properly and then the weight just comes over time. Exactly. And I do wanna piggy um I wanna piggyback on that because I've been in the situation where I've been in the gym when Marquise was training and he's even helped me with my dumbbell Shoulder presses. Now, I would do the dumbbell shoulder press with the bench completely at a 90-degree angle. 
and I would feel it in my shoulders, but I was necessarily feeling it more in my in my pecs because I wasn't necessarily using my shoulders. I was using more yeah. of my pecs to try and get the weight up. Yeah. Like when you have a 90 degree, it tends like your body, like you, you might be putting on more weight, yes, but you got to think of it. You, your back's kind of arched. Like your back's always going to be an arch when you're laying down, first and foremost. But when like you're lifting a heavier weight, your back's going to arch even more. So the workout becomes more like you're trying to target shoulders, correct? But like your chest comes into play with it and allows the weight to move easier. So if you have it back just one notch, yes, you're still using a little bit of chest, but you're isolating your front delt and your rear, rear, rear delt at the same time. So you're getting more of a fundamental workout instead of having the seat all the way forward. Yeah, and that was something that was crucial in my training because when I I didn't know that at first and I was I was skeptical because I didn't I didn't understand the movement. But he came over and he helped me and he helped me he gave me the information. He helped me understand why it was better for me to put the bench one notch back. And now every time I do any upper body movement, I always put the bench one notch back because I know Marquise in the back of my head. He's telling me, "Hey, don't you, don't you put that thing at night because, <laughs> nah, boy, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. Like, the thing is, is, like, when you're doing it at a 90 degree, like, you can do lightweight at a 90 degree. I'm not saying you have to shy away from 90 degree at all. But if you're getting up there and weight, you got to think. You're, you're sitting there doing 70, 80, 60, whatever, whatever you can do for a heavy set, right? And you got to think, all that stress is coming down, and it's all on your shoulder, now, if you mess up and do, like, just have improper form or you just can't control the weight, you'll end up hurting yourself because, first and foremost, when you're doing shoulder press, the weight has to come all the way down to where it's nearly, to where your, to where your like, arm is like nearly 90. 90. Like, like in a 90 degree. 90 angle, degree. You, you can shoulder. go a little bit lower if you like. But that's a little bit crazy. I mean, it is a little bit. That's crazy. a little crazy. I don't know what else you're targeting. You might be targeting <laughs> tendons and ligaments at that point, my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, you you can go a little bit, but usually just keep it at a ninety, because it's just you have to think like it's so much strain on that one muscle, and then you have to go back up, and yeah. then as soon as you do another rep, you get more and more tired and fatigued. So when, whenever you're doing shoulder press, you just have to take your time and do a weight that you can. Absolutely control. handle. Yeah. Don't do don't do anything extra unless you have a spot. Now, if you have a spot, go maybe five pounds heavier, or just do the same weight, just same comfortable weight that you're used to, and just have them there for say if you got to want to get to eight reps, right? And you and you're and you're looking sluggish on six, just have them for a little like push up. That's all. That's fair. Your knowledge in the weight room and your knowledge in school has. Brought me closer to you as a person. Brought me closer to you as a friend. For all the listeners out there, I want them to know who the real Marquise is. So I'm going to give you the floor. I just want to know who is Marquise. I I mean, me as a person, very outgoing, very optimistic. If you you walk up and talk to me, I don't bite. I'm a relatively, relatively big individual. But I'm very outgoing. Like, I don't mind having simple conversations. I don't mind asking people how they're doing, how their day going, what they're up to, how they're doing in life. If I can help, I don't mind helping people. Helping is is a blessing for real because you don't, you don't ever know what tomorrow can bring for you. So helping people is amazing. Like, it's just with me, like, just being optimistic, it has led to me just being, to me, a better person and a better influence for other people. Because you never know what people are going through. Like, I, yes, I have bad days. I have terrible days. 
But the thing is, I, I don't know what somebody else is going through. Like, Christian could have a terrible day, right? And I'm having one as well. But if he sees me being optimistic, like I'm my normal self, sees me being happy, cracking jokes, being energetic, it could it could influence his day and make him have a totally make make his day have a 180, and then he's back back to Christian. Basically, he's a big teddy bear. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. I'm playing, bro. I'm a very playing. nice person, man. Very, a very, very nice, nice person. person very mature. You just gotta you just gotta get to know me. Like at first, if you don't know me. I, I can seem to be a little bit intimidated. A little bit intimidated because I just be in the gym. We'd be locked in. I you know mean, that's, it's just focus. But yeah. if you just if you walk up, talk to me, we have a normal conversation. I'm more than happy. Yeah. I love the fact that you, I mean, from a friend, the optimistic part, that part always, always brings me back to one because whenever I'm down or not in the best mental state, you know, I always got. You my boy, like yes, sir, I was man. gonna say, I was gonna say bomb bomb, but I don't know what kind of <laughs> listeners I got, you know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't say that on that. No, that's a bad word. A bad word. But your optimism alone, even though it can be much for some people, and mm-hmm. even though I mean you are a morning person. Yes, six in the morning we going. It, it, it's going it's crazy. It's on. Like it's crazy. Like as soon as as soon as six seven, whenever I get up, it's on until I go to sleep. Like it, it, there's no cutting at all for real. So how does weightlifting shape your mentality? Man, weightlifting shapes my mentality just based on having mental fortitude. Like you you need mental fortitude and able to grow in anything that you do, not just weightlifting. But for me, for weightlifting is. First and foremost, I set out a plan. We we hit Mondays. I hit chest and back. Tuesdays I hit arms. Wednesday I hit legs. Thursday is chest and tries. Fridays a light full body. Saturday is supposed to be legs, but sometimes I can't get to Saturday because I have homework or I have somewhere to go or something to do. So I'll, I'll probably just stretch on Saturdays, and then Sunday's a complete rest day, and then we're back to it on Monday. But the thing is, for real, for me. Mental fortitude is just been built into weightlifting because you'll have days, you'll have complete off days. You'll have days where the, a weight that you've been able to move last week was easy, but this week it's is a different ball game. Like every every time you step in the gym, it's a different ball game because you got to take into account rest, food, what's on your mind, your stress, your anxiety, whatever you have going on. And if you miss a set, then you just miss a set, you know what I mean? Like a certain rep range. Like say if I do, say if I want to hit three sets of eight and I hit the first set of six, the second two, or the second and third one are eight, right? Just just because that first one was bad doesn't mean the rest of the workout it has to be bad. So I'll, I'll hit that and then I'll do an extra, I'll, I'll get eight again and then it'll be done. But even if I can't get that eight, then we're going to move on to the next workout and have short-term memory loss. And the next week we'll come back to that same weight and I'll get a three by eight. So the the big the biggest thing about having mental fortitude is sometimes things in life you're gonna have to have short term memory loss. That's that's with anything, because people are gonna say things you don't like. You're gonna say things you don't like, and sometimes you just gotta wipe it away, take a step back, and relax and reflect. So that that like the gym is definitely mandatory. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Going into that mental fortitude fortitude for you is the short-term memory part, right? I see mental fortitude as, I call it the TTP, you know, trust in the process. Trust. Must trust. Must process. trust. You know? Must trust the process. It won't happen overnight. 
It will, no, it will not happen overnight. Mm. And I feel like the gym is a wonderful example because when did you start with lifting again? 18, when I was 18. When you were 18. I am 21. How, happy birthday, by the way, my Appreciate boy. you, boss. How much did you weigh when you were 18, if you can remember? Probably, like, I want to say... Like 175. 175. And when you weren't moving the way you could No, without a doubt. Now I weigh 220. 220. So we've been, we've been, we've been putting on some weight. Yeah, I mean, good weight. But good weight, you though. Good weight, good weight, good weight. What, good are, your, what are your best good. lifts? Best lift, gotta be, gotta be deadlift and bench at the moment. We're working on, we're working on my squat. I'm working on form and everything. Today we did, I'll just give you a little example. We did a light. 135 for three by five on elevated squat just to get my legs warmed up get my knees right i am a very i am a kind of tall individual squat isn't my best thing but we're working on it and then i just warmed up to 185 for three by five and we caught it at that and then i did some other leg accessories like uh hamstring curls quad extensions and then we did some leg press and then i did i supersetted everything with calf raises yeah let alone, though, the fact that you're able to understand your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And you're not just working your strengths. Like, I mean, everybody can no, work their gotta strengths. No, you got to work on the weaknesses. Got to work on the, strength, on the weaknesses. Because bench and, bench and deadlift come relatively easy. We're working on bench. I'm getting my numbers up. But deadlift just comes. I don't know where deadlift came from, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. It's natural. But de- deadlift just came natural, and it just makes, man, it just, like, it like people just see the weight, and it, like, it just shocks them. I'm like, like I appreciate it. I do. But, like, it's like, I don't know. It just came, like, secondhand almost. Yeah. I mean, I feel like deadlift is probably the most complex way, uh, complex lift because every yes. muscle has a responsibility. Yes, without a doubt. And you, it, if you want a deadlift, go get a belt. If you want a deadlift, go get a belt. Strengthen your core first. Strengthen your core first, first then go get foremost, a belt. You know, and, and practice on bracing. You, bracing. bracing. You got to learn how to brace. You got to learn how to brace, and you have to take your time. There's no rushing in deadlift. And if you no. rush in deadlift, then you will end up Pulling hurting yourself. Pulling your back. Yourself. You're in the ambulance. You're going gonna to pull a hernia disc. Like, your disc is going to go out the window. Exactly. You're going to have a herniated that, disc. That's, what's going, that's what you're going to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you're going to have a... <laughs> You'll be like, my knee, my back, my back. Everything going to be hurting. But no, just anything you do, like lifting, bench, squat, deadlift, whatever you want to get better at, just take your time. Start with lighter weight. The weight will come. The weight will definitely come. If you trust the process, like Christian said, the weight will come. It ain't going to happen overnight. It ain't going to happen in a week, a month, a year, but the weight will come. You just got to be consistent with it. You got to take time. You got to be patient, too. Got to be patient. Got to be patient. Patience, man, patience is a virtue. Patience is exactly. And it's underrated. Patience is very underrated. A lot of things, a lot of people don't understand, like, if a man can have patience, he can have anything. Anything. You can rule the world with patience. I ain't going to lie. If you know, if you know you're working towards something, like towards a goal and you have patience, that goal will be met in due time. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You've been lifting since 2018. We are now in 2023. Yes, sir. You are hitting numbers. You probably you never thought you could. No, without a doubt, man. You know? Without a doubt. And that's just the patience and the understanding, the fact that you are trusting the process. Yes. And allowing your mentality and your mental fortitude to mm-hmm. grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, without a doubt. Like, piggyback off of patience. Like, I saw my dad in the gym, right? My dad is, he'll be 50, 50 this month. And I was like, man, Pops, how you get that strong? He was like, man, Marquis, you just got to be patient with it, for real. Because, like, I would see him lifting it, and I'm like, man, I want to lift the same weight as my dad, if not more. 
I mean, that's the goal. I gotta be stronger than my dad. That's the goal. That's the goal. Gotta and take then we're going and then after yeah, 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 yeah. And then after that, we're gonna keep going up. But the thing is how he taught me, man, he said, Marquise, you can't rush it. I got I've been lifting. I lived before you was even born. <laughs> I, before I was even born, man, he was lifting. And I'm like, like thinking of that, it puts it all in perspective, you know. Like I've only been lifting seriously for I don't know, probably freshman year of college of two years. I, I started working out when I was well, 18. But competitively, you since freshman year, guys. Freshman year. So it's just, uh, it's all, it's just the whole process. You got to trust it, and it's all going to come together one day. For sure. That's the beauty about it, man. Like, with sports, with anything in life, really. I mean, sports obviously teaches you lessons in life that you're not taught. You know, in school, you're taught lessons, and then you're tested on what you were taught. Mm-hmm. But in life, you're thrown right into the mixing bowl. Oh yeah, and you get taught that lesson ASAP. Now I'm gonna go off. <clears throat> I'm gonna go off of uh, how you are able to manage your nutrition. Yes. And maintain your numbers in the gym because I know being it's a strength and conditioning, numbers. being a strength and conditioning athlete, you have to maintain that nutrition and balance. And I mean, it's all it's all made in the kitchen. Oh yeah, about a doubt. You know, everything you do is made in the kitchen. You got to start from point A to point B. Point B gets you point C, and so yeah. on and so forth. It's all about taking our time, like. Man, D Hall, they they be blessing. They got good food. You know what I mean? But some days, I mean, some days D Hall not be hitting. So some days D Hall don't be hitting. So you gotta stop at your local Chipotle, get you right. <laughs> but the thing is, man, like just get like I like to Like in the morning when you wake up, mm-hmm. what do you normally what do you normally look for in the morning just so you can have that immediate hit of new um of a uh, nutritional balance nutrition. and so like like how we'll wake up is most of the time I wake up at seven. Go eat breakfast with Christian at 7.30. And I usually have fruit, yogurt, and we get a little bit of protein. Like right now, I've been cutting back on the food. So I get like maybe a sausage or two and a little bit of eggs. And that's how I start my day, mostly mostly every day. And then lunch will come around. I get like chicken, rice, get a little mashed potatoes. They got mashed potatoes. They have wonderful mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are fire, D-hole. Retweet. Now, if you, you just cut back on what you eat, you make sure you have... Everything you need to go to the gym, organize everything. We come back, we eat dinner, eat pretty much the same thing or whatever they have at DL. Sometimes the DL might be hit or miss. So go go to noodles, right? Get your noodles, get noodles. your sausages, get your broccoli in there. Then I get a little bit of light yogurt and some more fruit. So I'm straight for the day. But the thing is, like, like especially that's also important is having sleep. You got to get rest. Now, if you don't get rest, all the all the eating and all the working out is pretty much it's not going to do what it needs or it's not going to do what you want it to do. Like, you might be missing your goals by a little bit just strictly off of rest. So what I do is I go to sleep maybe around 10, 11, 12 is pushing it. But like the way my schedule is set up is I can sleep in a little bit later. So I'm getting an ample amount of sleep that I need to in order to start the day. So I know sleep is the number one thing, especially because burnout is a true thing but not is true if you're being consistent every day mm-hmm. but you're doing it at 110 percent mm-hmm. every day four days a week five days a week yes, burnout is eventually gonna happen it's gonna happen so i do love what you just said about the sleep and the getting amount of ver- the variety with your plate because yeah. let alone like protein isn't gonna solve everything no sir you always gotta you have got, carbs you gotta eat a balanced diet you always gotta have carbs you always have the protein and you got to have your vitamins and the nutrients that comes from the from the greens and the fruit, you know what I'm saying? Like all the stuff that comes out of that. But 
thing about sleep is like mm-hmm. sleep is where the is where the gains are really made. Exactly. Because you your muscles are being broken down in the gym. Mm-hmm. You're ripping all those muscle fibers apart. And when you sleep, that's when your body's really going to work, repairing them, making them ten times stronger. It's like a scab. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You hurt you you get a little boo boo. Yeah. You know, it's now, gonna you, heal. now you got that flesh on, yeah. But then you reopen it. Yeah. Oh no, I reopened. Now it's got a thicker flush. You know that it's got yeah. a thicker scab. And you just keep redoing it and doing it and doing it to the point it. where it just scabs over and then yeah. two, four days after, if your hand your hand looks back to brand new, back brand new regular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That might be a weird analogy. No, but but that's how it works. Sleep is sleep is key, man. You gotta get rest, man. You can't you cannot stay up all night till like two, three in the morning, four in the morning. And then expect to be ready to go at nine fifty in the morning. That's just when I have class. Like it's not possible. It's crazy. I mean, you can do it, but the well, thing but is, what benefits are you really getting? Because you you're kinda, not getting you're just rolling out of bed, brushing your teeth. You're not having nothing in your stomach. No yeah. water. You're just going right to class. Now you're gonna be sitting in class. Yeah. Empty stomach. Yeah. Dehydrated. Yeah. Sleepy, groggy. Yeah. Upset. You're not gonna want to do anything. You're not gonna want to do none. And then like it's like say if you did that right. Then you gotta be like, man, I gotta go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Rather than I have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like sleep is everything. Sleep can change your whole entire mood. It's simple as that. If you don't get enough hours of sleep, it'll change your whole entire mood because guess what? You want to go back to sleep. Yep. And you can't because you got class. And guess what? We ain't missing no classes. No, because we academic weapons. Weapons. <laughs> now, that leads into my next and final question. So, weapons. So. That leads to my last and final question. Yes, sir. What's your recovery like after being, after handling class, man. weightlifting, and all the other stuff? Recovery, man. Recovery is, how can I put this? Recovery, for me, it's just like, I come back, we'll take a shower, I chill out, look at my assignments, relax, play the video game. But really, like recovery for me is I'll just take like an hour or two. I won't I won't go to sleep or anything, but I'll just lay down and have my body just relax. Like, cause I mean, you have aches and pains every now and then. Like, it's not like you lifting wrong. It's just you growing. You know what I mean? And you're constantly growing. And I'll just sit there, lay down, recover. Then I then I drink some water. You gotta stay hydrated. Hydration is key. If you're not hydrated, then the lifts. Nah, the lifts are not going to be right. You got to stay hydrated. Your body is what, 70-something percent like water? 70 percent water, yeah. You need water. Like, if you're not drinking water, you're always drinking soda. And that's another thing, like, that helps me with recoveries. I cut out I cut out a lot of sugary drinks. Like, soda, like, I'll have, I'll have tea every now and then, but soda's a no. Chips are a no. You know what I mean? And that's just a part of recovery because, like, you have to set these certain goals and standards for yourself in order for your body to recover the way you want it so you can perform for the next day and the next day and the next day, even with burnout. You know what I mean? You're going to get tired. You're going to not feel like doing things, but because you're putting in the steps beforehand and your body's well recovered, that burnout won't be such of a drag as it is for someone who hasn't done anything for themselves recovery-wise. Yeah, and... Do you ever have cheat meals? Like, do you ever allow yourself to? Oh, yeah, you know, to, yeah, cheat meals. Yeah, cheat meals. <laughs> like, do you ever allow yourself to be like, okay, I've worked this hard this this many times, this many yeah, weeks. Like, yeah, yeah. I can allow myself to, you know, like, hit up whip. Yeah, yeah, Get a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. I, had to, I had a cutout whip, man. Whip was making me gain some weight, so we had a cutout whip. But I, I'll go there every once in a while. Just get a little refresher. Get a little, get a little, get a little uh, chicken sandwich, cheeseburger or something. Yeah. 
But no, nah, like, the thing is, it got, like, to a point where, like, DL just wasn't hitting at the moment. And I would go to Chipotle, right? And this was, like, mm-hmm. last last semester. And, dude, I was getting two bowls and a large bag of chips and eating it in one sitting. So the wow. the thing is, the thing about it, right, that's cost you, like, $36. Well, <laughs> I can't do it every hurt time. The wallet, hurt man. the wallet. Hurt the wallet. My wallet was ready to tap out. <laughs> but the thing is, with that, like, it just, man, I had to I had to restrict myself in a sense, you know what I mean? So now when I go to Chipotle, I'll just get one bowl and a small bag of chips, you know what I mean? So you have to set goals and expectations and rules for yourself in order to be the person that you want to become. Because, like, I can go to Chipotle and get two bowls and a large bag of chips, but that means I got to work like twice as hard to burn off the calories that I just consumed because a bowl of Chipotle is like thousand calories. Yeah. You got to take in well two two bowls is that's I'm literally two bowls is two thousand calories. That's, that's how much your calories you're supposed to intake in a day. day like and daily. I just in, consume two thousand plus in a sitting. Yeah. So you just gotta sometimes you like I'll I'll treat myself, have a cheat meal, you know what I mean? But you have to stay structured to what you want to achieve. And there's going to be some days where you're a little hungry, you know what I mean? Like, you, like you really could eat something, you know what I mean? But, like, sometimes you have to just sit back and, and like, think, like, you know, if I, if I go and eat this hefty meal, that means I got to go to the gym again sometime that day, you know what I mean, to burn off. Well, not necessarily. Not, not, not necessarily, like, after, but, like, how do I put it? It's, like, it's good for recovery, but the next day, you know what I mean, you have to work a little bit harder. I guess per se, it just depends. Yeah, I mean, because you're not going to gain weight. You're not going to gain weight. You won't gain weight after you have five five but, bowls in a day. But, but to me, because, it, it just makes me feel like I don't know. This is me personally. Yeah. Like if I if I consume too much and I've already worked out, I got to go back because I just I just I don't know. It's something for me. It just, I just don't feel right. I got you. I got you. You know, everybody's different. So you would say your recovery is you. You kind of mainly. Lean towards the sleep. You got to mm-hmm. get a lot of hours God sleep. sleep man. God How you're sleep. fueling your body. Yes, sir. And basically just stay hydrated. hydrated. Yep. And just staying hydrated. Yeah, so those three, those three things is what you really Nutrition, lean on. Nutrition, staying hydrated, and sleep is really all you need. And in, in a in a easy, I think I think you can throw mindset in there for real. Because like you got to have like a cool-headed mindset, and you got to be very optimistic about certain things. So they're not stressing you out. They're not keeping you up all night, ruining your sleep, or even ruining how you eat. Man, the gym and anxiety, people may say anxiety is too much of a burden for the gym, but the way I look at it is if you go to the gym, you go every day, you become consistent, it takes the edge off of that, like, of any anxiety that you have because when you're really in the gym, you're there to better yourself as a person. And when you're in that mode or zone, whatever you want to call it, you just take a step back, relax, and you handle what you need to handle to become a better person at the end of the day. That right there was nothing but honesty, and I truly agree with everything we talked about today, Marquise, and I truly grateful and blessed, and I'm happy that you allowed me to get to know you. Yes, sir. You, you were able to tell your story on I this podcast. I appreciate the time, for sure, man. Oh, and now I know your why, and I know your hustle. Yes, sir. So, Marquise. Thank pleasure, you for bro. having me, man. Always, I appreciate man. it, man. You gotta have me back again. I, I don't sure. mind. We can talk about anything we can talk about you want to talk about. Amen. Yeah, and once again, if you see me, you can say hi or whatever. I'm a very open person. I might be a little intimidating, but I'm more than happy to have a conversation. <laughs> you can't miss him. He's big and he's tall. <laughs> All right, guys.
I'll see you. Well, there it is. Another way for your mindset to grow. Try to apply it in your daily life and see how you feel. And just remember that the process is better than the destination. I'm making a new plan, rearranging my life, and I won't look back ever again. Yeah.